It is a magnificent football Monday on a terrific football Tuesday. It's Nick Costos. It's Ken Barkley. It's You Better You Bet. And it's you here with us on the BetQL Network. Simulcast for the next two hours by our friends at Stadium. So for all our Stadium uh, viewers right now, a very happy New Year. Hopefully we're going to make it a a profitable one. Betting on sports, bringing you the wagertainment here up until 6 o'clock Eastern time. Our show on the air for another three hours. And over the course of the next three hours, we'll bring you all our bets for tonight in the world of sports. We'll have a couple great guests. Drew Densick from NBC Sports will join us, giving us his thoughts on Week 18 in the NFL. Jason Sobel from Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio, his bets for the Century World Championship. People are like, what's what's that? Oh, oh yeah. We got a golf tournament coming up this weekend. Is that We're what it's bet called? On it. Is it called the World Century, Championship? Right? I think it's the Century Tournament I, of Champions, I think is what it's called. I, like, I, think, I think I like my, my way better, even if well, it's Well, I think you throw that erroneous. in front of everything, right? It's like, it's like, oh, what's coming up? It's the All-State. Coming up, we're going to give you picks for the All-State Championship. <laughs> what? What did, what did you do last week with that or Sunday with that? Where you were just like, call, oh, the Holiday Classic. The Holiday Classic. Love the Holiday <laughs> Which Classic. Which is definitely not what the it's best. called. It's the Holiday yeah. Classic. It's the Holiday Classic. Well, that was the Holiday, that was the holiday Classic. The, the Broncos Patriots game was the holiday classic, but I I, what I I called something something it wasn't supposed to be over and over and over again. I don't remember what it was. I think oh, it was I that. know what it was. I well, one thing I know I do wrong. Maybe I do that wrong too. I don't know if I do. One thing I definitely do wrong all the time. I next year I have to stop doing this. I I call the NBA in season tournament the play in tournament. I called it that fifty times during the course of the tournament last month. Every time we talked about the tournament, I called it the play in tournament which is obviously what happens at the end for the playoff spots. I got, and I, I couldn't get that out of my brain. I got it. That's a, that's a to-do list thing for 2024. I, maybe I needed a brain transplant. I don't remember you doing it that often. Maybe, maybe you did. No, I did. It's I the thing know. I did the most that I was just like, why do I always corrected my, every time I would do it, I would immediately correct myself. Like I didn't do it and go unchecked. It was just, I kept doing it. Be like, the hell do I keep calling it this? What do I do? It's like when I say wrongest all the time. <laughs> there's another one you do wrongest. I think you, you might've said it like funnest a couple of times also for instead of yeah, like most. Fun. I like, I like uh, superlatives. I like ists <laughs> on stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The EST, the Bianca Belair of, uh, of, right. of the BetQL network. Well, we are uh, Eastern okay. standard time. Yeah. Uh, Jason Sobel. So bets for the, uh, for the world championship of century uh, coming up in the final <laughs> hour of the show. They give out centuries. Um, they give out just like robots. That's what they get. Well, no, yeah. well, no, you get a, you got to, I guess Century's not, it's a Sentra, right, is the car. Century isn't the car. Yeah. The, the, Nissan, the Nissan Century. Yeah, not the Nissan Open. Yeah. <laughs> that was uh, that was our car, one of my family's cars when I was growing up. We had yeah. a Plymouth Voyager and uh, and like a gray, like 1989 Nissan Sentra. And my memory there was my dad leaving like candy in the back seat while I was playing soccer, like on like a really hot day. And we went back and it was covered oh, with ants. And, my, no. and I think... I think my, my mother like almost had like a heart attack when she saw it. So the oh, things boy. you remember about your childhood. We were Nissan Maxima. So we were in the Nissan family too. We had a Maxima and then uh, we had a Mazda oh, MPV. Now correct me if the that Maxima was, the, was, the, Maxima was kind of like the Ferrari of the Nissan series, right? The Maxima no, was like, was like the, the Maxima line. wasn't no. remotely that nice. I think the Altima, no? the Altima was like just one step below the Maxima. Maxima was just like a four-door sedan. That's all it is. Um, they still make them, I think. And uh, no, the, the, what was the, what was the sports car my dad used to have before, before he had kids and he was probably like, I hate, I hate that I have to give this up. The 300 ZX, that was the Nissan sports car that they called it the Z. That thing was, 
probably a death trap, but it was still like a really cool car to drive around in. The same. Uh, yeah, Maxima. And that, but wait, so the, the Plymouth, was that is that like that? Is that that minivan that had the wood panel on the bottom of it that everybody had? No. Or was that minivan? No, I, I, I don't know because I don't know cars well enough, but this was not that. I think that was like, what was the, what's the name of your car? The Voyager. I think it was like really close to that. I think Plymouth might have made it even. It's, just, it's the classic, like, you would go over to your friend's house, your mom would pick you up from school, and it was like that minivan. It's like white with like the little wood under it. That was, I just, we never had one. We had a, we had another different. Like, oh, I think it's, I think, I think, I think that's, I think it's the Grand Voyager. It's like the ah, upgraded, souped up version. You know, the Grand Voyager, right? The Grands, or as we call yes. it, just the Grand. Uh, yeah, the just GV. like, to show how, how funny that is. Just like how different things as you get a little older. When I, I legitimately grew up thinking like the Nissan Maxima was like a Ferrari. Like this basically. is the pinnacle. Like, like you've this made is it. it. Yeah. Like you have a Nissan Maxima. I, 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 and I'm not criticizing it. Just saying like, that's how no. I felt when I was a kid. It was, that was it's the first car I drove. That's, it felt like that felt like I was the king when I got into that thing for the first. What was the, so? What was the year of the one? A ninety six, and I drove it in two thousand and five. My first car felt, was, was the Plymouth Voyager. Felt pretty grown up. Felt like the king yeah. at that point. Yeah, can't tear me down. Got my, got my first red light going through a red light ticket in a Plymouth Voyager. I told wow. my my then girlfriend at the time, Tanya with the J. Shout out to her. Yeah. Um, that I I could get to Pizza Hut. In like nine minutes, it was like nine fifty one. I was like, I bet you we can get to Pizza Hut by ten. Went through a red light, immediately pulled over within like three weeks of having my driver's license. Just incredible, incredibly, incredibly stupid. Anyway, right. uh, so lots of good stuff coming up over the course of the show today. We got to get you set to bet Week eighteen in the NFL. And there are people that will say, Oh, how could you bet Week eighteen? Like we don't know who's playing in the games, etc. What the motivation is. I think we've had a lot of success, and that, that does not mean like, hey, like you listen to the show, you're going to win. That's not what this is. But I think that we're going to find some valuable betting opportunities on the board here. I, I love Week 18. I know you I feel do like we too. had it already a little. Don't you feel like I, maybe I don't, I'm the only one feel this way? Because I, I bet, bet a lot of money on the Broncos last weekend. That felt like a Week 18 game. That felt like like same handicapping style, say, where it's like not like the standings are irrelevant. It's much more about like where each team is going and the game that they're coming off of. And that was like all Denver was like what that pointed to. So maybe maybe like that's I don't think that's the prelude. I think I honestly think that might have been better than any spot we'll get this week. But like that's the kind of game that I feel like we get a lot at the end of the season. That's kind of what you're talking about. I think I think we may have some now. Look, like a couple lines have moved already, right. and like I, and we got to know, got to know a few things. I think we got yeah. to figure out a few more things to know the answer to some of these. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's try and find out some of these answers here, uh, and let's get to it here. Our initial handicap of Week 18 in the National Football League with pen, pencil, blood, or blank. When an entire slate of games awaits, there's only one thing to do. Get out your pens. Get out your pencils. Get out your blood. Does this really say blood? And get out your blank. No, seriously, blank is an option. And it's not a bleeped out curse word. And so is blood, apparently. Blood is a thing? It's pen, pencil, blood, or blank on You Better You Bet. Here's Nick and Ken. And for our new listeners and viewers of the show, like, what, what does that mean, pen, pencil, blood, or blank? It's a confidence rating that you assign to a bet. Like, pencil means you like it, but you can erase it. Pen's like, I, I like it. Blank, nothing. And blood is, you know? Blood is someone's blink. knocking on my door if I don't send the Venmo on Monday. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so let's begin here in the AFC North on Saturday. 
The Steelers riding the hot hands. And the hot hands, Mason Rudolph. I'll, I'll I mean, tell can you, you what, imagine, man. Can you imagine this happening? This this franchise is so dumb. Every season this stuff happens. I just don't understand. I really don't understand. And so the head coach has literally never had a literally yes. has never had a losing season, been there almost two decades. He he's he's awesome. And like to be fair to Mason Rudolph, and like I've killed him on the show, and look, and looks like I'm taking the L on that, which is one in a series of many. Like coming out of Oklahoma State, I, I thought he was going to be like a good NFL player. I'm also not, you know, like Todd McShay. Sure. I'm not like uh, grind, grinding the film. Just that, you know, the way that he would throw the ball down the field, like James Washington at Oklahoma State, it for some reason like never translated to the NFL. And now you watch these games, and at the very least, it was kind of like when when like Simeon came in and the, the the Jets game against Atlanta. It's like okay, like maybe the Jets aren't going to win this game, but at least they're throwing the ball down the field now, which they hadn't been doing previously. Like Mason Rudolph's throwing the ball down the field, and like Kenny Pickett and Mitch Trubisky like wouldn't do that. Right. And they got good receivers. And the receivers like, are great. Go make plays. Yes. Pickens is Pickens is ridiculous. <laughs> Pickens is absolutely. Like, what's what's the stat on him? He's like. Is he like over a thousand yards on like a very small number of catches or something? There's some ridiculous stat with him. It's like a yards per catch kind of thing or an opportunity thing where it's like, I don't know how he's done this, but he's been able to like actually have like reasonable stats despite like never being targeted. Something like that. I, I, and, and he yeah. has what? A, this, he has over 1,009 yards. yards on 56 catches. Uh, I have this. I think Alex is. The, I think that's missing the game this week, and I actually think it's more impressive oh. than that. I have sixty-three. Well, but for I heard it during 40. the game. That's where it came yeah. from because I heard it during the game. Yeah. We we're talking about it, so that makes sense. Uh, but but yeah, he's 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 been outrageous, and Mason Rudolph's been really good. And as a result, the Steelers are alive for a playoff berth in the in the AFC. They got to win and uh, and get a little help, but Pittsburgh's still alive for a playoff spot right now in the AFC. And they are at Baltimore coming up on Saturday, and we are expecting. The Ravens to not play Lamar Jackson in the game and not play a bunch of other starters as well because by virtue of Baltimore's like seven hundred to nothing win over Miami on Sunday, the Ravens uh, clinch the one seed, home field advantage. Lamar Jackson's going to win NFL MVP now, and maybe you disagree with that. I can't imagine you do, but Lamar's going to win MVP. So the Ravens will be benching players here, not benching, but sitting them right to give them the double buy before they play in uh, the divisional weekend. So the betting market right now, Ken, it was four earlier today. Today, and Baltimore gets bet a little bit. We're now sitting Steelers, a three and a half point road favorite. Total here is 36 and a half. For what it's worth, Kenny Pickett is going to be active in this game and he'll yep. be the backup now to Mason Rudolph. So Steelers, three and a half, 36 and a half, pen, pencil, blood, or blank. Uh, a rivalry renewed in Baltimore, right. the Steelers and the <laughs> yeah. Ravens. With uh, with Brad Allen on hand to, uh, to make all the necessary calls, which is really important uh, as the referee. I. So this will be the, it's, it's so funny we're starting with this game. Like, here's here's your first example of week 18 and how bizarre it is. And it's, I I wouldn't think of it like how many points is everybody worth? Like, well, Lamar is worth five and a half. And this guy's, it's just like, what type of game do you think it's going to be now that certain teams are playing guys and certain teams aren't? And certain teams are probably motivated to win and certain teams aren't. Like, what kind of game do you think it is then? And so if you apply that to this, pretty easy to come up with the market or close to it at least like you don't have to be three and a half but just look like the Steelers are playing everybody and they need the game and the Ravens are playing nobody and they don't and the game is in Baltimore so you know if this game was in Pittsburgh like you could probably get away with like seven or something like that in the game for Pittsburgh because like what's what's it to Baltimore especially on the road to uh that so that's the thought process that creates the market this one's just interesting like 
this is a re- this will be the most subjective thing I probably said. Just are the Ravens trying to get smashed by the team they hate in this game? They really trying to do that. I like I like Baltimore also at, at, at this number. I just uh, you like know they're like just going to let sort of... Pittsburgh get go to the playoffs or like at, right. at their expense. No, no way, no way. And this I coaching totally... staff's too good. Agreed. I think some of it depends on who the coaching staffs are too. Um, I totally understand why the market's like kind of in this range. Uh, yeah, it, you know, if forced to pick the one, yeah, like the Steelers are more likely to win the game. Just like these more than a field goal point spreads. I think it's Baltimore or nothing, which I understand is a disaster to hit the button on because you're like, well, I'm in a better team and they don't care about winning. Frequently what we see, and this is, I think to me, the filter, or not the filter, but like the decision point in all these kind of games is, what is the coaching staff and like trajectory of the team that you think doesn't care about the game? Like there are going to be some teams that are dogs where the coach literally like might not be the coach right after the game and be like, well, that's kind of a big deal. Like I, you know, it's what, what arc wise, where are we going here? Washington into the toilet. That's where they're going after the game. Like total, total tear down. <laughs> that's what's going to happen. Get the best possible draft pick, take a quarterback, like, you know, whatever, maybe take Michael Penix, like just t- do something and get a new coach. So, like, them as a dog, when you click the button, that should be different than clicking Baltimore as a dog when you click the button. Or uh, the Chiefs, when we do that game later, three against the Chargers, where it's like, no, no, still really good coaching staff. The players playing are not, like, they're not just trying to avoid injury. That's not what happens in these games. So I do think, like, the staffs are just really important. Just like the, that's a terrible word to use, but, like, culture, I guess, would be, like, an important word to use here, too, for, you know, like, I gotta be honest, like, that's one of the reasons why I like Denver so much. You think Peyton is ever, ever, ever not going 100 million percent trick plays even in the game to, to try to win a game with his guy in instead of to Russell Wilson? To finish above 500, too, in year one. Yeah. And to be fair, they were live for the playoffs at that point, too. They got eliminated after the game. And so, like, it just, okay. So, in, if, if that's true, then, like... No, the Ravens are still a really good team. Like there's there's not there's not a lot here. Uh, it would be them or nothing. Haven't made the bet yet. Kind of was hoping there'd be more Pittsburgh interest than there's been so far because of this motivational gap, if you will. Um, so maybe it's wait Baltimore. It's it's not Pittsburgh. Let's just put it that way. If I'm entering the market to bet this game, it'll be on Baltimore. And also like the the backup quarterback for Baltimore that would oh, start yeah. the game. Well, this is the exit. It's also part, which is like second. Is also not a slap. With Tyler no. Huntley. I I gotta tell you, man, like the Ravens can sit Lamar and they could sit other key players. That Beckham they probably. are going to hundred percent. hundred percent right. They are going to try to win this game. And they're they're at home. Of, and it's the Steelers. It's the Steelers. Yeah. With this coaching staff. Uh, I You think? <laughs> do, do you think this is gonna close three? Like, do we need to bet Baltimore now? I hope not. There's a market making book still has four. So okay. I think we're still leaned in that direction. I don't, well, I think I think we can wait for now. I don't, it's, I don't well, think it's ever Pittsburgh here, though. I know the team that needs the well, game. If Brad Allen shows up in a Steelers hat, maybe we'll, uh, we'll, we'll change course. <laughs> On the other side, Colts and Texans winning in with Nick and Ken. We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. <laughs> On the BetQL Network. <laughs> 